Thanks for joining us. I'm Ronnie. I'm Erica. I actually should say Veronica. I know. I've been noticing so you've funny. said that, Ronnie. You wrote that. I Ronnie. go by both names. This is the Context and Color of the Bible podcast, where we're bringing back the context of Scripture so we can add color to the black and white pages of the text. Unless you have a red letter version <laughs> of the Bible. You're funny. I did think about that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyways... We're sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm older. Younger. Middle. Yes. We yes, have a younger. Middle. And we love to teach the Bible. We love to discuss the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so we thought it'd be fun to start a podcast. Why not? And since it's Christmas time when this is being released. Merry we, Christmas. We thought we'd mess with your Christmas story. Because everybody loves to have Christmas messed with. <laughs> I know. Seriously, if there's one. Favorite. But this is episode 16. Yep. It's a follow-up to episode 15. Yep. Where last week we were discussing the idea of bringing back the Christmas story a little bit closer to reality. Right. Because, and truthfully, I think everyone would admit, yes, there's a lot of tradition in there. We might not have it accurately pictured. Right. So we're just trying to help flesh it out a little more. We are not saying we're completely right. Nope. We're just saying this might be closer to the truth than... This would probably be more accurate than some of the beloved songs and i love yes. christmas carols i love them but they probably aren't the most accurate right because what makes pretty pictures and pretty right. songs doesn't always mean true yeah because sometimes reality is a little boring sometimes sometimes it is yeah so. but today we're going to finish up messing with the nativity scene a little yeah. bit more yeah and then get into the thought of why did god come Right, which is a, a good question. Why did Jesus come? It is. So before that, there was a few more things we wanted to throw out. Right. Do you remember now? I know. <laughs> I should. We were just that talking about them. The tr- Jesus was laid in a manger. Oh, yeah. You wanted um, to kind of just... You know, it could have been for food, but you can also put food for animals on the floor. Yeah. Whereas a, a trough is normally for water. That makes a little more sense. So it could have been a water container more than a, a hay container. Right. Um, the animals probably weren't in the room when Jesus gave birth, where Mary gave birth <laughs> to Jesus. And we have, this is my own personal pet peeve, we have a children's Bible that has a pig <laughs> in the manger scene. Sorry, and it drives us crazy. Really we laugh. actually <laughs> took a big black marker. And put an X on the pig. I've wondered why you've said that before. Yes, drives me crazy. So there is not. Okay, now in case you're not understanding, I finally just got it. And you've said this to me multiple times. Why wouldn't a pig be there? Pigs aren't kosher. (laughs) They didn't eat pig. They don't eat pig. They had nothing to do with pigs. If you see a pig, it's a Gentile. Okay, so therefore then real quick, when the demons go in the pigs. You're in a Gentile territory. Okay total gentile scene which is why they react the way they do they ask jesus to leave it's gentiles who are freaking out over this jewish rabbi that completely decimated their savings account because all their pigs are gone okay which i did think too we talked last week about how it would have been a guest room right and hospitality was big one thing they did have is traveling rabbis. rabbis yeah and so they were used yeah. to opening up their home to strangers. Yeah. That was a yeah. common... Elisha. The story of Elisha. He goes oh, to the rich yeah. man and woman. They build a guest room specifically for Elisha. Mm-hmm. So, which meant probably he didn't have to stay in the normal guest room. He had his own special guest room. That's how wealthy they were. Okay. 
so kind of a different we don't really open up right. our homes these days to right because we have hotels we don't I have would to put a stranger up in a hotel right <laughs> i will pay for it right rather than bring you in my house that's so funny if someone were to actually take you up on that listening to this podcast <laughs> and come and don't. be like veronica i'm a stranger Could hey you, pay? If you came to luddington to see me go that's for it. true if you <laughs> came because of this podcast we would and take you out stranger. to dinner <laughs> i know we would take you out to dinner yes Anything but. else that you wanted to add? Uh, a big thing would be how the community responded. Because we talked about Joseph didn't believe Mary. Her oh, yeah. family probably didn't believe her either. Because here's the thing we don't realize. The Jewish people were expecting a Messiah to come. Messiah, Mashiach, is the Hebrew word for anointed one. And is translated as Christ. Right. It is translated name. as Christ in the Greek. Mm-hmm. So Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Messiah, would probably be a better translation a better idea just to connect it more rather than jesus christ to the old testament right because in the old testament you read about the messiah right there's prophecies about the messiah right the anointed one but then when we change it to christ we lose those we lose that connection right so they were expecting the messiah to come but they were expecting messiah to be like king david who was a Conquering king. Okay. You know, yes, they. Uh, we talked about this previously. They had this dual Messiah, son of Joseph, son of David. But both of these ideas were human. Right. But in that, let me say men. real quick. Previously, as in our podcast on the Davidic, Davidic covenant. covenant. Go yep. back and listen to that one because That amazing. was really, yeah, what God did. So they amazing. had ideas of two men. Right. People. Two men, or sometimes one man. I mean, okay. it just, there were different ideas floating around. Um, but both were, it, both ideas centered on a man. It was a human being, perfect, perfect Torah observant oh. man, but a human being nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so now you have Mary saying, I'm giving birth to the Messiah. Well, that's not completely out of the realm of possibility because you're in the lineage of David. And everybody around the time of Jesus was waiting for the Messiah. There was this expectation in the air. I heard Dwight Pryor say by the the time of Jesus, there had already been like 10 or 12 men. Yes. Who claimed to be Messiah. Yes. So that even, that in of itself is not an uncommon. Right. To have someone saying, hey, this is the Messiah. Clearly they weren't the Messiah. Clearly. But that was, that was maybe, I guess the point to say is that was something they were looking forward to. Yes. The Messiah is coming. So when a Messiah a man claiming to be Messiah comes. Right. That's not, okay, maybe this really is. Right. They didn't look at him as a kook. Right. They started to go, okay, let's verify it. Right. The Messiah we'll will do questions. certain things. Right. We'll watch your life. The issue was with Jesus and with what Mary would have told people is, well, this is God's son. This isn't just a human being. This is God in the flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. And that would have been a shocker to people. Like blasphemy? Yes. It would have been heretical. Because God says in the Old Testament, I am not a man. Okay. And he makes it obvious that he is other than man. He's holy, holy, holy. Mm -hmm. And man is not holy, holy meaning separate, separate not morally apart. perfect. He right. is separate, set apart, unique from his mm-hmm. creation, other than people. Mm-hmm. So, if you were to say, "Well, God in the flesh," like what does that even look like? What does that mean? They, would they have even had a concept for that? A Greek, okay, a, a Greek. Roman concept, a pagan concept. If you talk about God in the flesh, you think Zeus, yeah, Aphrodite, uh, Aphrodite, Diana. and those aren't good examples. 
those aren't positive examples. No. And as a Jewish person, you want nothing to do with those examples. Right, because I'm supposed to be set apart. Right. Consecrated, separate from them. Right, and those people are horrible. Yeah, because if you look at the Greek and Roman gods, they're God, but they have human characteristics and they react. They're like strong people, powerful yeah. people. They're not like the they God of Israel. They react out of emotion, too. Yes. It's they're like, petty. oh, you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt right. you. They don't know everything. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And then you take the God of Israel and you go, he's going to become a man? That sounds like you're borrowing from the Greeks and the right. Romans. Right. Right. Which would then concern me. Right. You've been contaminated in some right. way. You're lying, Mary. Mm-hmm. You sinned and you're trying to cover it up in a horrible way. Yeah, in a dumb way. Right. Mm-hmm. So this thought that the Messiah is coming and it's God mm-hmm. himself that's coming would have blown people's mind and been very, very Once they finally difficult. accepted it. Yeah. But in that, that's why they would have had, they would have had questions. And there's, I mean, there's plenty of prophecy in the Old Testament. There's plenty of verses telling us when the Messiah comes, mm-hmm. here's what he will do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wouldn't, and if Mary's going, oh, you've got a baby. Right. You've almost got to wait for that baby to grow up before you can even verify Right, her claims. It takes a man to do mm-hmm. a lot of these things that the Messiah is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Wipe out the enemies. So Mary would have peace. constantly been under scrutiny and question. Right, and we see this later on in Jesus' life uh, when he goes back to his hometown. I think it's Matthew thirteen. They say, "Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary?" Now, normally oh, yeah. you would be known by your father's name. But the fact that they say the carpenter's son, his mother's name is Mary, they're going, we know his mama. Mm -hmm. We're not 100% sure who his daddy is. Oh, interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah, this is a stigma that apparently stayed with Jesus and Mary Mm -hmm. for their life. Mm -hmm. And so this would have been a big deal early on for Mary and then for Joseph to marry her and take that stigma on Mm -hmm. himself. Because it's an honor-shame society. Right. I think we forget that. Right. You don't bring shame right. to your family right. or to your community. Right. And Mary would have, in a way, done it to both. So imagine a 13-year-old being told, Mary, your life is about to be turned upside oh, my down. Word. And nobody's going to completely understand. I'm not going to leave you, Mary. Mm-hmm. But nobody's going to completely understand what I'm doing till it's done. And you have a 13, 14-year-old mm-hmm. girl saying... But yet, even in that, Mary's response was... I'm the Lord's servant. Yeah. I mean, she quoted multiple scriptures after that. Mary's Magnificat. Mm -hmm. But -hmm. then even I think now of, okay, when Mary and Joseph take Jesus to the temple. Right. I don't remember it was for the... I think it was when he was 30 days old. Right. And she was being purified. You had Simeon and Anna both come up and speak... Prophecy, prophecy over right. her of God just giving her constant reminders yes. and reassurance. I've got this. I'm in this. Mm-hmm. The shepherds and the wise men coming. Right. Joseph marrying her and saying, "Yeah, an angel came to me, Mary. I believe you." Mm-hmm. Elizabeth and her response to Mary. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. I guess as we're do- fleshing this out a little bit more, I hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. But I'm seeing God's kindness and mercy and grace. Yes. He's constantly involved. He's not the Greek and Roman no. gods who are far off and distant. No. Nope. And when I'm in the mood to pay attention to you, I will. And it may destroy you. Uh, yeah. 
And I might get mad at you because when I look at you at the wrong moment, you're ticking me off. Right. We have a God who says, I see your fears. Yeah. I see your tears. Yeah. I know your heart. Yes. So I will keep coming back and reminding you, I'm with you. Yes. I see. Yeah. And I hear and I know what's going on. So let me give you. It's not constant reassurance. Right. Right. There's days I want God, like, hold right. my hand. Right. Show up right now. Right. And there's periods where I haven't had that. Right. But I've had instead where I get, here's a little reminder. And that carries me along. Right. And then I start to go, I need to see you again, God. I need right. something. Right. And so I get another little reminder. I think right. Mary gets that. Yes. It's not an everyday, ooh, Mary, you were special. Right. But enough to carry her through and a reminder God is with you. Right. Right. Because that comes back to what I asked at the beginning. Why did God come in the flesh then? Right. He never, I mean, he said he was going to send a Messiah. Right. They were looking for a man. So what's, why would God come in the flesh? Well, I think I have talked (laughs) quite a lot. So I I think you like how I did that. Yes, I think that was a very good transition. So I think it's time to turn it over to you, Veronica. Well, to use your name, I was trying to start you off with that. Yes, I think what I think one of you said this, so I got to give credit back to you. But we were talking the other day, and you pointed out how during all of our stay home orders Mm -hmm. during most of 2020, we've been separated Mm -hmm. from you know from society as a whole from churches, from our families, from just doing regular community life together. We've right. been separated from that. And what we've all found out is that Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, right. it doesn't cut it. Right. It's not enough. It's not enough. I might be literally seeing you face-to-face right. on a screen every day. Right. But I want more. But we want more than that. Right. There's something about a hug. Mm-hmm. About face-to-face touch, real mm-hmm. personal contact. I think we've all found out that's not enough. Mm-hmm. And you pointed out, okay, if we want that, how much more do we need that kind of communication, that face-to-face with God? Right. How much more does God want that with us? Right, right. And it just struck me. It was like, that's it. Yeah. That's... That's the story, the thought, the feelings behind why did Jesus come to earth? Right. God, I mean, you just go, okay, God had it in the garden. He walked with Adam. And I thought about this. It doesn't say he did it all day long. Right. You know, he came in the cool. Of the evening, doesn't it I think say? so. Something like that. But so you have God coming daily. Right. With Adam and Eve and being with them. And then they sin. And now there's this this gap this right this barrier i he guess he can't walk with them the way he did right but yet what does he do i mean here's what's so cool he goes okay i'll fix this right moses right i'm gonna come and be with you again and i'm gonna show you here's how to remove the barrier right it's not a permanent removal of the right. barrier right but it's a it's a you want to be with me you want to meet with me okay we can't do it every day all right. day long, right? But we can have times, and we have seven set up times, right? Where God tells the people, "Come be with me. Here's how to remove the barrier. Let's be together." Right. These appointed feasts, mm-hmm. appointed times, and then you go, "Okay, there's not even." And again, you get that that barriers removed for a little bit, right? But sin, 
Sin keeps coming in. It does. We never completely get rid of it. And right. God goes, okay, there is a way that one day that permanent barrier right. will re- be removed. And that's what we're celebrating at Christmas. Right. Is the beginning yes. of that barrier being removed. Yeah. It wasn't like Jesus came to earth and boom, the barrier's gone. Right. That would have been so nice. It would have been. But <laughs> you everybody. just go, God keeps going, okay. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm working on it. Right. So Jesus comes and then the barrier, the barrier for death and the ultimate removal of the barrier right. is at the crucifixion. And the resurrection. And the res- Yeah, the crucifixion, resurrection, both. all yeah. of it. But then we still have, okay, we're not completely there yet. We don't get to get into God's presence. Right. We don't have a tabernacle, a temple. Right. Where God's physical manifestation is. Right. But we have the hope with that Holy Spirit we talked about as a sign that of one of the covenants. That down payment, yep. It will come. Right. And we have Revelation telling us one day we will walk. Face to face. Face to face. So why right. did God come? Why did Jesus come in the flesh? Why did God come in the flesh? Why did Jesus come? Right. Because God wants to be with us. Right. Yep. Because we have a God who says, I'm pursuing you. Yes. You're my creation. Yep. And I want to be with you. That's an amazing thought. So you sit there and go, okay, as, as, as much as you want to be with regular life again. Right. Your community. Just even in the store. Right. Without a mask on. Right. Just in the store without. Right. With, not feeling like I need to stand six feet back to see someone and go, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, and hug them. Right, right. That How much you want that is how much more right. God wants that. Yep. And so hopefully today, as you're thinking about it, maybe you needed to be reminded of that, mm-hmm. that God is pursuing you. God wants to be with you. And so that's the hope you needed. That's what you need. To, maybe you're having a down day. Mm-hmm. And you need to be reminded of that. Yep. Maybe you're having a great day, but you know someone who needs that reminder. You yeah. know some. I mean, the hol- we're in the holiday season right now. That can be a lonely time for people. Especially right now with mm-hmm. everything going on. People could even feel more alone mm-hmm. than normal. Mm-hmm. So even on those dark days, God's still with you. That's the hope we have. That you don't get to see him face to face right now. Right. But there will come a day when we can. Right. Yep. And right now, I, here's what I love the thought. You've said this before, too, of what did God put his image on? Us. He put it on us. So when you're interacting with other people, when you're talking to someone, mm-hmm. you're showing them God's image. Right. And that person who's driving you crazy. Right. <laughs> that you're not really right. liking. Just right. a little reminder. Right. They're showing you God's image. Right. You might not get as angry or irritated. Right. <laughs> if you go, um, that's God's image right there. Right. Right. I can yeah. see the, what's that Stephen Curtis Chapman song? I can see the, oh. Fingerprints of the God. The fingerprints of God when I look at you. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I've heard that one. Yeah. I think also it's a good reminder for those who have lost loved ones mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. You know, for those of us who are in Christ, mm-hmm. death is not... Death doesn't have the final say-so. And so, yes, we can mourn and we grieve, but there's hope. Mm-hmm. We will see them again. And they are happier and more alive than we can even fathom mm-hmm. right now. So just you can as cry will, with hope. Yeah, just as we will see God face-to-face, we will see those who have gone before us. Right. Face-to-face again. There is hope. Mm-hmm. 
there's a reason for joy in the midst of the sadness and the sorrow and the loneliness. You have a God who reaches into your loneliness and mm-hmm. walks with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who takes your hand and says, come away with me. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. I know your pain. I mean, God knows what it is to bury a child, to yeah. lose yep. someone you love. He understands that grief better than we could. Mm-hmm. And, and we've lost people, you know, mm-hmm. but God understands that even more so. So. Mm-hmm. In our grief and our pain, in the midst of our loneliness, God walks with us. Right. God is still Emmanuel. And we don't have the physical assurance right now that the disciples did, but we do have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Assurance. And we have the community, the body of Christ. Yep. That is to be the hands and feet of Jesus yep. with us. Don't isolate from the body of Christ. We right. need each other. Right. However, and don't keep your hurts. Right. You know, that's why we share it with someone right not the world right if you're alone or Mm -hmm. you're sad or upset Mm -hmm. reach out reach out to another Mm -hmm. believer Mm -hmm. that's what we're there for to encourage to support we are to be the hands and feet and the arms of jesus right now while he can't physically right be that right so hopefully we've taken christmas maybe messed with it a little bit but well, hopefully added color and... And hope yeah. that, you know, yes, Jesus was born. The, the good news starts with Jesus' birth. Right. I mean, it started before that. Right. But don't just go, oh, he's a little baby, and now we got to wait till he grows up right. to get to the exciting part. But thanks for listening to us. This is the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, Spotify, anywhere where podcasts are available. Mm-hmm. If you've enjoyed this, let us know. Can you give us a rating? Can you subscribe? Share it with your friends. We have a Facebook page, the Context and Color of the Bible Facebook page. Um, But the podcast is also on my personal website, Erica Van Heitzma, um, E-R-I-K-A-V-A-N-H-A-I-T-S-M-A. Ha, it's ma. Yeah, ha, it's ma. You can look that up. Those are different ways to find our mm-hmm. podcast or to contact us. Yeah. Either one of those are ways yeah. to contact us. We also have a YouTube channel oh, called yeah. Biblical Background with Veronica and Erica. Yeah. You can check out some of our earlier yep. videos and teachings we've done temple and feasts and hebrew words yep but we'd love to hear from you we'd love to know what you're thinking yeah so drop us a line on facebook let us know yes or on a youtube channel mm-hmm. or erica's website mm-hmm. you can leave comments there have a good day and if you're hearing the little ones in the back i'm we're so gonna, sorry <laughs> we're gonna end now they are elephants today yes. have a good day merry christmas bye <laughs>